Welcome to Cafe Dumondi, a podcast about spilling my own tea to create authenticity. I'm Mondi, and I'm going to take you on my journey of uncovering my true identity through audio journaling. Each week, I'll take you on a journey of unpacking some of my life's most defining moments in order to really get to the nitty gritty of what's been going on when I'm in the middle of those low lows. I know they say fake it till you make it, but child, I'm tired and this mask has to come all the way off. So stay a while for a time of no theatrics, just authenticity. This is a vulnerable topic for me just because it's something that I have um, refused to kind of look at and I think it's mainly because I didn't even know that it was like an insecurity that I was dealing with. Um, So bear with me y'all. So we know, you know, femininity has become a really trendy topic nowadays. Um, And I'll be honest, I definitely have found myself tuning in to the conversation. I have found myself all ears um, trying to figure out a thing or two about, you know, tapping into the feminine energy, self-life, all that. Your girl has been taking notes for sure. And I think at first I was a little embarrassed about it because I'm like, shouldn't I already know this? Like, and it's like, well, clearly there are people out there that don't know this. That's why this topic is trending. Um, And You know, I'll normally stay away from content like this because, you know, it definitely was oversaturating the media world. But I just really over time realized this is actually information that I need to immerse myself in. And as I looked back, I saw that I've had um, challenges when it comes to feeling feminine and even in my late 20s i still have challenges when it comes to feeling feminine and part of that could have been due to you know recent changes in my body that i had been experiencing i had lost a good amount of weight and while you know weight loss is usually good it is not so great ladies <laughs> when we experience weight loss you know in the areas that make you look more womanly you know legs and hips and booty booty <laughs> um you know I, I literally started reflecting on what it meant to be feminine, what it meant to feel feminine, what makes me feel like a woman. And from an early age, I was definitely taught that a huge part of being a girl meant that guys found you attractive. And attractiveness usually meant having long, straight hair and having the assets, you know, Um, it meant being girly and dressing girly, shying away from sports or anything that made you look 
and or sound masculine. And unfortunately, I was teased at an early age because guys didn't find me attractive. I mean, we were in the first grade. So why were they even worried about that? I don't know. But I digress. Um, (laughs) I ended up wanting to like hide my femininity to avoid, you know, this kind of bullying. Um, I was really into sports. I would wear, you know, tops that would kind of hide my chest if I had any over, over the years. And I remember like my favorite pair of pants were baggy pants. I refused to wear shorts and skirts and I wore braids religiously like braids were my staple piece okay um and I was always trying to put up this tough girl image and it may not seem like anything but there was a reason behind it all really um I didn't want any of my guy friends to think or my guy classmates to think that I was interested in them or question whether you know I was trying to get their attention Um, I didn't want anyone to think that, you know, I was confident in, you know, a feminine appearance because I would receive criticism whenever I did. And so I feel like I kind of got this like tomboy, quote unquote, you know, identity. And it just made me feel like I could move more freely around my friends and classmates um, and avoid any commentary, really. Um, and it, uh, it, I feel like it did that because it showed that I was insecure and uncertain about my femininity. Um, and so I feel like when you look or appear insecure or uncertain, then you are not really a target um, to criticism. And it wasn't until I got older that I realized that doing that did anything but allow me to walk in freedom and in truth and really embrace myself and understand who I was and how I wanted to appear in the world. Like I did enjoy some aspects of you know, this kind of lifestyle, like playing sports, but I really got into it for all the wrong reasons. I think that it gave me like a sense of like acceptance that I didn't feel anywhere else. I remember to this day journaling in one of my diaries talking about like all the round of applause and cheers that I would get from people when I did some crazy play and kickball or when I would like run faster than everyone in gym. And I think that I just decided to spend more time doing something that I knew would make me feel acceptance and then stray away from anything that I knew would cause people to talk negatively about me. And, you know, when you're adopting an identity to control others, like acceptance of you and their treatment towards you, you're already like, you know, being controlled. You're not operating in anything related to freedom. Um, you know, 
you just end up masking your authentic self and conform to an identity that you think others expect from you. And I know I was portraying a a character and really, like I said, ignored how I really wanted to show up in the world. And I was really telling myself, I'm going to reject myself and dilute myself in order to gain acceptance from people around me and get a breath of fresh air, right, Um, from people that are talking negatively towards me. And although, like, I did get a breath of fresh air, I did get, like, some peace from those who were yapping away unwantedly um, or unwanted. Oh, my gosh, I just said my own word. (laughs) It really did cause, like, internal turmoil. And I feel like it was just building up and building up and building up over time. And, you know, I just... You know, had to ask myself, like, how many times did I prevent myself from showing up authentically um, in order to avoid rejection? Um, I feel like it took me years to admit that, like, my true desire is to own my femininity. And although, like, I've you know, embraced, you know, being a girl over the years in different ways, I feel like I didn't really get to fully embrace the role and image of a feminine woman um, because I was so afraid. Um, But I didn't want to conceal it simply because like, I'm not every man's cup of tea. Like, I don't want to hide my femininity just to like, you know, avoid criticism Like, truthfully, we're going to face rejection. We're not going to appeal to everyone. But that does not strip you of your beauty, your womanhood, or your femininity. You have the right to walk in your womanhood and feminine femininity how you'd like. Period. Point blank. A guy cannot revoke or initiate your ownership of that identity. Like, for so many years, I have subconsciously believed that I believed that when I experienced you know um the fawning of a guy because he really liked how I looked the center and third I was like oh I'm a woman now I'm a woman oh I'm attractive now I'm attractive and it's like no he does not dictate any of that and you know after so many years of like putting up you know this facade it's been hard for me to like snap out of that completely like at the beginning of this femininity journey I'm not gonna lie I relied on like my physical attributes to get the stamp of approval like I said when guys would fawn over you it's typically because of the the physical aspect right and it just you know further amplified how from an early age I learned that a major part of being feminine meant having all the assets and when I experienced you know changes in my body I had to deconstruct this and understand that there's more to femininity than the physical it's hard to believe because obviously there are physical attributes um 
that make us look good as women. Like we literally go, okay, like wide hips actually look good. Big butt actually looks good. Nice, you know, thighs look good. Um, But we do have to come to a realization that internal attributes matter too. And I feel like we know this, we understand, oh, there's more more than more than meets the eye there has to be more than meets the eye and i just feel like a lot of times we do rely on our physical selves to be what reels people in and makes us even worth talking to or worth approaching and that is something that i struggled with recently when i did experience changes in my body like i always felt like I wasn't worth being approached. I wasn't worth being acknowledged or um, being talked to by a guy. And I really just counted myself out and pretty much thought that I was invisible to men because um, physically I just wasn't there. And I really feel like it's from this ideology that I adopted at such a young age and um, even more than that I still found myself you know putting up this tough exterior to shield myself from harmful opinions and I still find myself struggling to display you know girly mannerisms Um, I have difficulty flirting with men for fear that They may not be interested in me and they might be like, girl, why would you think that I'm interested in you? Why would you think that I would even consider you? I ain't checking for you this and like I will really think about all this projection. And to some, this may be easy. This may seem, you know, like it is so easy. But to others, it is a challenge. And to others, I'm talking about me. (laughs) I'm including me in the others. Um. Even when it comes to little things like style, like it has always felt like a daunting task to style myself. I mean, I've literally considered like the thought of like, oh my God, Lord, please let me become rich because I need to hire my own stylist because ain't no way I'm about to be dressing myself and styling myself and go shopping for myself for the rest of my life. Um I remember there'd be times where thinking of an outfit to wear to a major event would be so overwhelming for me. It was almost embarrassing. I mean, my friends would be so excited to like express themselves and their personality, their eye for fashion, all that stuff. And me, (laughs) I was on the verge of a breakdown. (laughs) I mean, something that seemed so natural to my girlfriends and made them feel so happy and excited blah 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 it was it was a headache for me I was literally like I don't even want to go anymore like I would I don't know how many times there'd be an event that I would be looking forward to and then as the date approached um I realized that Something stood in my way, which was, you know, hunting for an outfit. And I was like, mm, well, I'm, I'm not excited to go anymore. Um, 
And I really never understood why I'd be so overwhelmed with so much frustration and anxiety. But now I know that I know, I know what that was about. And simply put, it just, you know, wasn't something I embraced growing up. I never felt comfortable in this area. And until I confronted these insecurities, it was going to stand in my way every time something had to do with femininity. I had to come to terms with a lot, like realizing that femininity was something I struggled with and struggled to embrace was the first step, tip of the iceberg, right? Um, And so with that, like I could be more gracious to myself, especially in moments where I would have breakdowns, you know? I feel like now I'd probably be like, okay, Mondi, like you're having a breakdown because you're not used to this. Instead of like having a breakdown and not really knowing why I would have a breakdown, now I would actually know why. And I can, you know, respond by not getting frustrated with myself for having a breakdown, but really just being kind to myself and saying like, you know, be patient. And also realizing that this is something that I'm unfamiliar with. So I just need to humble myself and realize that. I feel like a lot of times when we don't know something or aren't well versed in an area, like we're you know embarrassed or we try to cover it up and and no, it's like admit admit that you're a novice in this. Humble yourself and I think that it breaks down that shame that says that because I'm a woman, I should already know this. Why don't I know this? Like, you don't need to attack yourself in that way. And society's expectation of me does not have to be a burden that I carry. I don't have to be responsible for meeting this expectation. And so I release myself from having to bear this expectation. It's okay to learn. And it's okay to learn at 29 as it is okay to learn at 35, 45, 55. It's okay. There's resources that can help you go on YouTube and get styling tips from women. Maybe find women that share your style goals. Maybe find women that have a similar figure as you. Like get inspiration from Pinterest. You know, there's so much out there. Like I know. I try to get inspiration from a lot of these social media influencers. Um, well, not a lot because <laughs> I'm not trying to get overwhelmed, but I'll just pick, you know, one or two people that I feel like emulate the style that I'm looking to go for and also have like the similar body type. So it makes shopping a little bit easier and makes styling a little bit easier. And then, you know, the next time you're invited out, you're not on the verge of a mental breakdown. <laughs> um, and then another thing I had to deal with was the past. Like the many, 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 many <laughs> wounds of what I call like the little girl inside me. Um, like I just think that 
I thought that I was unattractive because of what others said. Um, I believed like I couldn't wear highly feminine attire or be confident. Like I couldn't be confident in feminine wear and I couldn't be confident, period. Um, I felt like I had to protect myself from like any harsh words or unwanted words and opinions from other people. Um, And I feel like dealing with the past doesn't just involve the negative, but what I had considered to be positive at one point, but later found out that it had, you know, negative implications, you know, like we all heard about the glow up. The globe is great. You know, we like to boast about the fact that we had a glow up. If we had a glow up, you know, we love it. Um, and for those of us that have experienced it, you know, we we obviously get compliments and the compliments is nice and it builds our self-confidence in our current selves. Um, but it can also hurt us as well. Like I believed that once I got a figure, that is what made me attractive since that's when I began to experience acceptance. And, you know, from that, I also believed that it's what made me a woman or more of a woman. Now, saying that out loud sounds very cringe, but don't roast me. It's my honest truth. Um, And I feel like that's just detrimental because it makes it seem as though you know femininity is like this badge that can be given and it can be taken away um it makes it seem as though like there's this guy that can induct you into womanhood you know just the same way that they induct you into the hall of fame you know there's this guy standing there that can induct you into womanhood Um, and when I was walking around with this ideology, it had me feeling like, you know, I had to tap dance and cartwheel to maintain the status. Like we really walk around seeking approval, validation, acceptance from men as if we're, you know, submitting like this, I don't know renewal application that needs this stamp of approval and then when we don't have it we can we question ourselves we question the validity of our status listen ma'am i'm here to tell you that a man cannot authorize or revoke your femininity or your womanhood i know they like to talk about our femininity and our womanhood a lot and they like to you know dictate what's feminine what's not and you know their preferences become you know what we end up making decisions on about our bodies and about ourselves and how we move and act and show up in the world but no we're letting go of that we're also letting go of you know these past identities and how it can be a shadow to our current self. Like I had to say to myself that my past identity will not haunt me and prevent me from showing up how I desire to just because I used to be a tomboy and you used to know me as a tomboy. Does that mean that I have to show up as a tomboy, uh, 
10 years later to make you uh, not be so surprised and shocked by, you know, me in like a bodycon dress. Um, yeah, that's not going to hinder me or anything like that. Um, I'm also silencing the scrutiny I've heard from others in the past so that it, you know, no longer has the ability to haunt me either. It's not just the past identity that can haunt me, but sometimes like we walk around with those same criticisms in our mind. It could have been 20 years ago, 10 years ago, five years ago. And it's like, we're putting on an outfit and it's like those voices are still like alive and loud and powerful today. And it's like, no, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna allow that to be the case any longer. And it's not gonna deter me And hold me back from being who I want to be today. And I'm not going to allow those past voices to, you know, cause me to be fearful about what a current voice might say. Like, I'm I'm, I'm getting rid of all that. Okay. Everything from my past that tries to haunt me or hinder me from embracing my authentic self. It's gone. It's dead. It's getting buried. And... We're moving in feminine energy all 2023 and beyond, okay? (laughs) Thanks for tuning in to Cafe Dumondi. I hope some of what I shared inspires you to uncover your authentic self. Don't forget to take a moment for you. Do some audio journaling and speak through some of the things that came up for you during this episode. And if you find value in this content, please make sure to follow, subscribe, and share. Until next time.